0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Automotive Sessions Podcast. Let's get started with your host, Chris J. Martinez. Hey, guys. How are you doing? This is Chris Martinez and Alex Flores. This is Sell Cars with Alex and Chris. And uh, Alex, welcome. This is our first time actually doing this, right?
1: That's right. I'm excited to do this uh, with the man, the legend, Chris Martinez. So.
0: no, sir, that's an understatement. We got your... your oh? Can't see them in the in the camera, but we got a couple of awards here. Dealer of the year. Yes, I sir. I mean, how long have you been it with uh, Capital Chevy
1: now? Uh, going on three uh, and a half years. Three and a half years. It's, been, uh, half years. it's been an amazing uh, journey for us, and uh, we've got an amazing team. So it's uh, this store has definitely grown tremendously.
0: Tremendously is a little bit of an
1: understatement.
0: <laughs> so you started with this, this company what? Three and a half years ago, they started, what, 200 cars, 150 cars a month, something yes. like that, and now you guys broke 800 just recently.
1: Yes, right? sir, yes, so, sir, we've, uh, we've, we've blown up, I guess, that's, that's <laughs> the best way to describe what it. What do you think, uh, what would
0: you attribute that to? I, I know you said the team, that's a, it's first, that's always the,
1: the number one, right? Of course. But we found at the store we were at together, um,
0: but aside from that, what other techniques, strategies you feel that you've been instrumental in applying at this dealership to, to attribute that success?
1: Well, you know, Chris, you know, we work together so you know, you know, what our beliefs are and I think we share the same beliefs that, you know, it's just uh, about training the people uh, believing that every deal is a deal. Every, uh, deal.
0: every deal. Even yeah. though some people never really, like, saw
1: it that way, right? Right. Sometimes, you know, people, you know, get complacent and even desk managers, finance managers, they start getting negative and it's, 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 I, mean, it's
0: even, a, I guess it can happen to all of us, right? Of course, and yes, so. yes.
1: So you know, just keeping that. I think attitude to answer your question, attitude, mindset, uh, training for sure. Uh, we have a process that we follow. We don't deviate from it. Uh, I mean, from time to time, we might have a piece, You know how goes <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. that does it. But you know, for the oh, most that's part,
0: just the Greenpeace, You know, some of the
1: superstars, the veterans. Yes, that they is. get they get too comfortable and they think uh, they know it all and and, and they, they get complacent. And, but you know, we monitor it. You, know, you have to definitely inspect what you expect, which is something that I learned a long time ago, and uh, it makes a big difference when you really hold your people accountable all right? yeah. and you're looking at everything on a daily basis. So, well, you know, that's
0: I used to lean on you when we were at, at the other dealership, and I mean, that
1: was and uh, I, mean, I on you. I mean, that was a big part of yes. You know, what we, you know, we just had that that dynamic with each other, and
0: I think that um, if you're applying those same principles here, I mean, it's got to be incredible. Right?
1: Yes, yes. Well, you know, we, we do work at, like, you know, I miss having you, to be honest. Uh, but I do have an amazing team and we work together well. And we do the same things that we we're doing at Mon. Just, you know, every single day, inspecting what you expect, whether it's appointments, whether it's the process, the way people are working deals, missed opportunities, missed trade ins. I mean, but that's it's, one of the things, too, right? A lot of dealers or just a lot of managers in general
0: forget that there's some missed opportunities in those trade ins. Right. Oh, absolutely. So they'll appraise, you know, several hundred, and then forget. Hey, you know what? There's some missing. If I just give another a, a customer another 500 bucks, something, Put them I back in the store, back in here, right? It's, it's that
1: easy. It's simple. It's that it's simple. simple.
0: that easy. They just People
1: wanna. They, they just wanna feel like they're winning. So sometimes the customer, you know, just appreciates that call the next day, or maybe a couple hours after the leave. From the manager, and I don't want to give all my secrets Sorry, but, Uh That's you know one <laughs> what of the do things mean, we'll that do?
0: happens though, right? Where some people get so hung up because you might relook at a deal and then think, man, why did I put a low number like that? Because the market could fluctuate a little bit. Yeah, and you might need that car,
1: especially need cars. And it's it's crazy to me how many people, dealers, used car managers, whatever are hurting for inventory and they go to the auction they pay this crazy, crazy prices they can't wait
0: they just can't put their arm down Yeah, like they just have that arm uh, and I'm
1: guilty of it myself uh, you go out there and you pay all the money plus the fees plus transportation and everything that entails bringing a car in the store like that where you have this amazing clean trade-ins and ours are unfortunately not always that clean uh, like Toyota <laughs> but there's still clean trades that we can use and we can fix uh, but you know, you know the used car manager wants to steal every trade and I don't get that. I'm like, come on, guys. If you can't steal a car... It's always really
0: kind of been like that struggle, right? New cars, used cars. Now, it's even more apparent when they're two separate stores. Yes. But when it's one store, it's a little bit easier to manage, right, yeah. I think. Yes. Uh, but you you have this two stores, new and yes. used. And so you've got those directors constantly at, at you know, that struggle. We're
1: complaining about each other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we actually... I,
0: I, depending I, though right because if you have a good leader like yourself you generally know how to actually work sure. with both of them and yeah. if you set that expectation in the beginning but there's some dealers that like to plan
1: right you know? and we're one team and I think that's been a part of our success that everybody's looking after each other and we understand that ultimately the our number one goal honestly Chris, and I'm not just saying that because we're on video but because I mean it is to take care of our customers and, and we understand that sales work really hard
0: oh but you I think you uh, what you what I what i observed with working with you is that extra like finesse that how you take care of those customers because let me tell you when you would give customers your car to hey you know what they're in service here's my car yes like you you can't you can't fake that no. you know when you when you're taking care of customers like that it just trickles down everyone starts kind of seeing yes. that and saying you know what you you got to be that that
1: leader, right? Sure. I think people can tell whether you truly care or you're doing it because it's your job. Because somebody's paying you to do it. Because, you know, hey, you know what? I'm the manager. I'm making big money. I need to set the example right. It's different when you honestly care. And you really want to know, you know, what is the customer here for today? Are we taking care of them? Are they having a good experience? And if not, that's fine. Let's find out. Let's make it a good experience. So, you know, that's been a a big, I, I haven't stopped doing that, by the way. Uh, as a general manager, I think a lot of people get blown away and, and impressed that they still see me doing that. And I've had reviews actually, people saying, "I can't believe the GM was here at eight o'clock on Saturday and stopped by and said hi." And I recently had that review, and it's just you know, and I don't, I don't really focus much on the review, but I just it keeps uh, telling me that people do want this. People are seeking this. They're seeking this class, world class service. They're seeking this treatment. They're seeking the attention from up the mess. I just
0: had a uh, conversation with somebody recently about Chick Fil A versus McDonald's. Right, right. And I don't, know, I don't know the last time you were at Chick Fil A. I encourage you. McDonald's no, but Chick Fil A yes. I encourage you to So yeah, Chick Fil A. Yeah. So because McDonald's, my kids like McDonald's, right? right, for breakfast. So we went, and it was a mess. And I mean, you're on a computer trying to. Fill out an order. Yes. There's really no customer interaction. And then by the time they give you the actual meal it's it's not kind of that good, right? Yeah. It's wrong. and something's happening, yeah. right? Well then next door is super packed, you know, several lines, two lines, just yes. jam packed. You go inside the, the actual the, the waiting area, not sure. the waiting area, the, the actual the seating area. Right. right? And it's packed and yeah. people look like they're happy. Yes. And yeah. the customer i mean they, they, that whole experience they give you and that's where i think a lot of dealerships fail they, they'd rather be that quick service that oh, i'm going to be in and out so fast but they forget you know yeah there's that but treat your customers right and then the after effect
1: yeah we've actually I, in my trainings which by the way i do trainings twice a week
0: those trainings are good
1: yeah for an hour and 20 minutes and it's not just hey guys let's sell cars let's go make it happen no it's 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 process, and it's, uh, you know, the things that we do that makes us so successful. And going over those processes in each step time and time again and rehearsing and practicing and being comfortable with it. And uh, and also we do a lot of, you know, mindset training and, and attitude training and, you know, the things, customer service training, which is important to us. But, yeah, we've actually used in our trainings Chick-fil-A as an example of uh, maybe it's not Ritz-Carlton and Four Seasons, which I refer to them a lot, the kind of service they provide, yeah. but I feel like they're extremely organized. And you're right, because uh, employees are happy. And almost one thing I notice about Chick Fil A that everybody knows what their job is, yeah. and they know how to do it well. And it's just like it makes everything else go so smooth. And you know, we talk about time kills deals. Yeah. We all know that in the car business. So just having your employees knowing exactly how to do their job effectively, whether it's finding a car within a timely manner, whether it's writing a customer up when needed or what step to take, or, you know, talking about the car, the features, the benefits, and then the managers going out there doing what they're supposed to do, and it so just so makes everything so smooth. Go it. Right. right. And that's why, you know, when, when we sold cars, Chris, we were so successful, and we sold, what, 1,000 cars a month, and we were, you know, we were killing it. It's because everybody knew how to do their job, and we had, a, we had back then, an amazing team, uh, and we did really well. And, you know, it's it makes a difference when, I think, the teams bought in, And also when they see the leaders, set an example. Because I think that's one of the things that's big for me that I don't want to be, at least I don't, and I know you don't either, but just be that, you know, that demanding leader that's just, hey, you guys need to do this, I need to do that, i like to show you that I can't do it, and then I will do it, and I'm I'm willing to do it happily, and then I'm willing to be here on Saturday all day and take turns and, and, and go move a car if I need to, or whatever you need to do. Because, you know, when they see that and they say, you know what, this guy really wants to win, then if he has that attitude, then I definitely would have that attitude.
0: Oh, Don't yeah. you agree? Really? I agree 100%. I think that it all starts with the top,
1: right? Sure. And if, it, if you're not bought in as a leader, then how do you expect to have your, your team bought in? Absolutely. You know,
0: and I, and I think that, you know, how, how genuine you actually, you are with your people and not just your people, but your customers, it really... You, you can tell just in the environment around here. So sure. just walking around, you, you know, like yeah, they, they have a lot of respect for you and what you do, and uh, it's good. Uh, and but it's
1: this isn't the only place you've ever done. And whatever store you're at, it kind of follows you, right? because
0: yes, of what you do.
1: Yeah. So this is for me. It's probably the fourth store that I've done this at, uh, and maybe this one's and the biggest magnitude. I should say. I I would say. Uh, of course, when I was with you, I had a lot of help from you. And, uh, you know and, and the thing about it is you have to be humble Chris and you have to understand that you know we don't know everything and, you know I remember when I worked with you I mean we're so different in so many ways but we're so alike in so many ways and I remember feeding off each other and we learned so much from each other and even other members of that amazing team I remember learning from our new car director and our new car manager and, or used car manager whoever it, did, it didn't matter it's just everybody's got some qualities that you can learn from and, and just being able to be humble and know that, hey, you know what, I can learn something from this person, and, and, and that's yeah. just how you become better and better and better. You know, it's, uh,
0: it's funny, because I, I look at that, it, there's a, a guy just recently I, thought I was talking to, his name's Sid, and he said, we all win when we all win, right? Right. And uh, it's, when when everybody has that mentality, and it's, the sky isn't falling, you know, everybody knows what needs to get, what needs to happen, everybody kind of works together and, and, and does it.
1: So. Sure remember hey, when we worked together chris it was we knew how many appointments we had for the day we worked on them the, the day before we came in with a plan we went and did our sales meeting with, with our general manager at the time and we came out of that sales meeting good or bad we came out okay we need, we know what we need to get done let's go do it yeah. and we started you know getting people in working the deals doing all the process steps that we put in place that made us successful and at the end of the day, you know, you sell 20, 25 cars on a daily basis, maybe 30 or 40, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, you know, coming in with a plan. And I think, think of so many dealerships that, you know... They don't even have that. No, no, they, they come Cause in cause with... You know, I've been
0: doing a lot of consulting lately, and when I talk to some of these dealers, and I look at some of their close ratios on, on the internet, or floor, or whatever, it's...
1: Just want to pull your hair. You're just looking at, okay. Right, well,
0: let's before you do anything, let's just start right there, right? And let's let's try to let's try to move the needle there. And before you know it, just that extra attention of just that that process, you start you start selling a lot more cars.
1: Yeah, I had a dealer recently because we've had I've had many dealers coming want to shadow us and, and, and you oh, know yeah. kind of see what we're doing.
0: You guys are what number one in Texas now. We're
1: number one in Austin number one in texas and as of today at least today number three in the nation for number chevrolet three. yes sir and uh, you know that's when you think about you know how far are you away from the number one guy? uh... as of today less than 30 units so we're uh, you know our goal is to keep pushing keep striving you know i believe that you know i, I never understood this chris and i had a hard time in fact when i worked with you uh-huh. and with another person who worked with as well you know how I used to think, man, is it ever going to be good enough for these people? Because, you know, I remember (laughs) doing so amazing and thinking to myself, wow, you know, we did so good. You know, I'm killing it. Like, you know, of course, you know, we always want to think that. And I remember, like, you know, whether it was you or whether it was our our GM who would be like, no, this is not good enough. You know, we could do better. And I just get so frustrated. And, you know, I think that's just part of maturing in, in this industry and, you know, being a GSM, GM, whatever. You start learning that, you know, that as a leader, you, you're never to be satisfied. Yeah. That you should always strive for more and progress. And, yeah, you know, you want to tell your people, hey, you're doing a great job. I can definitely see progress here and there. But you have to know that there's more opportunity. So that's why we keep pushing for this number one spot. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, and, and then you're so close, too. Yes. I mean, that's. Yes. And I think we had that conversation a couple of years ago. And I said, look, they're only at that level. I mean, there's no reason why you can't knock that out a yes. couple of years so, yes,
1: no and, and you guys are doing it. I yes, sir. The team you guys have, the process that you built. The culture. The culture. Yeah. Uh, it
0: speaks volumes. Let's talk about the culture real quick. So you have Spanish music playing on the showroom yes. right now. Yes. Which is awesome. I love that. Yeah. Um, talk a little bit about how you do all that. Well why what's what gets them to just more into the mood of, of buying or what what is the What is the premise behind
1: it? Well, I don't think it's. Well, I do think about you know what gets people to buy, but I also get. I also think a lot about what gets people to sell. And what I mean by that is the culture is actually more intended for the team rather than the customers. Okay. And if the team has you know a a a good environment, a good culture within the team, I think that gets them in the mood where like you know they feel good about being here. They like you said, we have the music going on. Sometimes we'll have mariachi bands on Saturdays. We have like a rock and roll band in the middle of the floor. And it just makes it just a different, fun environment. We, we have, I think Saturday we did beach day. People coming under swim their swim trunks, sandals, and tank tops. And they just have a blast doing that. And it's just so creating... Your culture,
0: getting creating them so that they can have the environment to sell. Yes. Because they're excited. They're going to want to sell. Yes. Having a good time. And it's just more having a good time than actually work, right?
1: Yeah. And also the culture. When I think of culture, at least, is that, but also... What are the beliefs of the dealership? Like, what do we in? We believe that every deal is a deal. We believe that the customer comes first. We believe that, you know, we don't want to, we want to be transparent with our business. That we want to explain everything to customers. That we don't want a customer to leave you unhappy. That's a big deal for us. Uh, we believe that, you know, we're supposed to have a good attitude regardless. If we have to switch cars five times, if the deal takes two, three hours to get approved, if we have to go and bury a car for, you know, uh, you know, 20 different spots, it doesn't matter. The culture around here is that we're going to do it happily. The culture is that we're humble. We celebrate that we don't know anything. We celebrate that we have so much to learn. Part of the culture. The culture is training. The culture is we write everybody up. The culture, I mean, it's just, it's a culture that you create. That And also that we're here to help each other. And that we want to be better human beings. And we want to help the community. And really help the community. Not just post a post a, a check of you know, we gave this much money to whoever, but really, like every single employee, to go out there and make a difference for the community, to really care about the children, the elder, the homeless, the so whatever. We
0: just did that recently. was, um, What was that big one I saw you guys on social? Had the, you know, you had like the backpacks and.
1: Yeah, we gave, uh, we, we did the, yeah, it's a, it's with one of our TV, local TV stage, Spanish TV stations. We did uh, where we you know backpacks with our capital logo of course, but to children who are you know they're not so fortunate kids, and I can't remember the exact numbers, but we we gave 500 backpacks or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, you know the community thinking
0: about even like you and I are our upbringing, right? Yes. I you know I I never had
1: a backpack. Yes.
0: You know growing up, I mean I carried my books.
1: Would you have an to bag? or? <laughs> <Very serious. laughs> yes, yes.
0: Carry my lunch in my hand, little right. uh,
1: paperback. Yes, so, no, yeah. The kids were super excited, and and you know that for me at least, the coolest thing about it is that you know that I was brought up like that. So to me, is that's my upbringing. This is my people, and this is so it's pretty incredible to be able to you know go back to where you came from and being able to you know give a little. Because and, you
0: know that extra little hand, and in, in, when you're younger you know that extra you know that, that extra pull up right you know it's all about you know get put giving it forward pushing it forward right yes. where you're also helping the people that are behind you right, right? so Absolutely. giving that extra hand because yeah. we all know what that's like when you're not and when you're in a situation where you need that extra like leg up or some sure. pulling you forward so
1: makes a big difference man it does
0: man Just, so I, I like this man i think this is um, something that we can continue to keep doing moving forward selling cars with with Alex and Chris. That's right. right. Yes. And, um, so a couple of good takeaways from you on this conversation that we have today. The culture, right?
1: making sure that you have that, that vision as a leader, coming up sure. your your team, uh, and then just being able to, to lead your team. Accountability, accountability, attitude, training, and, and the belief system. You know, the what's the belief system in, in the dealership? That I think that, that goes a long, long way to what what is every team member of the dealership? You know, I don't think people do enough Chris where you stop by and you talk to your employees and you're like you know what, what do you think about a dealership and, and what do you think we're here for and you know we don't know we don't no, know because true. we get busy and we think that they, they know but do they do they understand that you know that we really really care about our customers do they understand that you know I, I think you know we, get, we all get caught on that grind and I want to sell more and I want to increase numbers and I want to do this so you know I'm just glad to you know to do this with you Chris and Hopefully we can help other people. I think so. uh, I You know, think we've so been that. so successful that, you know, we're not trying to hide anything. We're not trying to pretend we know it all. But I think we're, if we're able to reach out to some people out there that maybe can listen to us and say, you know what, that makes sense. You know, I, maybe we're not doing enough of that. Yeah, or maybe that we need to change this and change that. And, you know, I always you know, I always talk about my favorite scripture, is Romans 12, 2, which is do not be conformed by the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind. And I believe that if you renew your mind the way you think, and you think things are possible. And we, we all hear all this stuff. It's so annoying to me, Chris, by the way. All these Facebook posts and all these YouTube videos that people watch. And it's all positive and, and which is great. And I love it. I love a lot of the people on Facebook, by the way. I, I listen to myself. But what good does it do us to just listen to all that all day, but then come to work and be negative? There,
0: or, there are some people that
1: are like Exactly, exactly. Talk about the grind, the grind, the grind. And then the first day you get in front of you, you're like, this is not a deal. Or, or maybe you know you start talking, you listen to all this, but then you come into work and the first contact with one of your salespeople, or advisors, or whatever in the dealership, it's a negative contact. It's not a, it's not a, uh, you know, an encouraging, positive contact. It's more like you know you're just being negative. Maybe you don't even say hi to them. You walk by them and don't even acknowledge that. Yeah. How many times do we do that? So you know, I think we're all guilty of that. Like you said, uh, we don't have holes in our hands. Do you? Chris? Yeah, no,
0: sir. I don't.
1: So I know that you know. One of the things that I think has made us successful is that we're so critical of ourselves, and we understand that no, we're not perfect. No, we don't have a fancy camera and a fancy laptop, and we think that now we got it all figured out. Not by any means, but yet we have developed successful uh, processes. There's
0: some, there's some, there's some dealers like the number one dealer, right, yes. Toyota. They sell two thousand cars a month. Yes, right, something like that. Yes, uh, I'm sure there's something that I know I could learn from those people, yes. right, and that are just. They're dominating in their space. Yes, sir. Um, but you know, I think it's vice versa. I think that they can learn a lot from us. Yes, and we can learn a lot from them. So, and I, I hope that's the message that most of the audience will get. Sure, is that you guys learn from what we've gone through, and then you know, with your comments and posts and stuff, we'll we'll be able to take away some stuff that you guys, some other insights that you guys might share that we can uh, share on sure. future. Yeah, let
1: us know what you want to talk about. Let us know what you're struggling with. What you're still struggling with. What maybe you you don't you don't think it's possible that we can help you? Maybe open your eyes and make you see through a different glass, Uh, you know? Because like you know already, Chris, we sell a lot of cars and we make gross, and we have good customer service index. So we we've got to try and fix that. And I'm not saying that we've got it all figured out. Again, we know there's a lot of issues. We still have believe me, people that are not being called back. We still have leads that are not being handled properly. We still have salespeople who refuse to send videos I mean we have all the struggles that I think every dealer out there has but you know we still have vendors that put us together and we believe what they tell us and we spend all this money with them and nothing happens so and we have some good ones too so there's good and bad of everything but I think that the, the reality is that I think that we were able to help a lot of people because we've done this several yeah. times several and we've proven that it can be done and uh, we, we have a good process so alright cool well that wraps up for today. If you guys have any questions, please post your comments. Uh, but Alex, thank you, Matt. We'll do it again next week. We'll see you guys. Thank-